Hey friends, thanks for listening this past month for this spooky series of Trophy Dark. After we wrapped up that last game, uh, we all stuck around and discussed kind of uh, secrets we didn't quite reveal and how we thought the game went and also just our opinions on the system itself. So presented here is what we said. Really appreciate everyone listening. Also stick around for the end. I will have um, Vivek Abhishek's forest song that uh i kind of used as a an unofficial theme for it so good i want to put it in its entirety for everyone to listen to so thanks a lot i'll see you next time for something completely different the end how'd you guys feel about that so just for just just for other people who are dumber than me because obviously I understood what was going on at the end there, but other people are kind of stupid. So maybe they need an explanation. It's me. Um, it's me. So was the idea that um, Nima's like uh, ruling with her was like, oh, you'll just be a part of this stuff. And so now you're just a bunch of seaweed floating around in here. Yeah, I think I was trying to go like the monkey Paul kind of thing. Like now you're part of it. You're part of my kingdom. Okay. And that's just like a bunch of seaweed floating around. Yeah, and also the uh, the conditions were kind of uh, going toward Nima becoming the uh, the sacrifice the whole time. I kind of like the idea too of you would have been next in line. So when the mom and the son died, you were like the Ooh. governor for a short mm-hmm. period of time, and then yeah. it yeah. was over. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, my my thought with that was that she eventually she eventually just started to think about it as like a revenge issue and like, I'll show them. And like, if I can't show them by bringing all this wealth and showing my value, then I'll at least get even with them. Hmm. And then, yeah, that wasn't, isn't a productive place. Yeah. Well, yeah. I can't imagine how this would have gone four hours since I think we did five or six hours total (laughs) between the two games. Mm -hmm. But yeah, do you guys have any thoughts on the the system or how this uh this particular thing panned out? It was really cool. It was it was definitely. I think I said it last time that every action has a consequence, but it's um different when you're playing like a different RPG game where it's like, oh no, I rolled a one, my bowstring snapped, and in this reality, it's you know if I don't make this, then I'm starting to see some more and more fucked up shit that's gonna, you know trigger PTSD in my character and I I really liked it. Yeah, it feels almost like the consequences instead of being like uh, direct in the sense of like the bowstring breaking or whatever, it it feels a lot more like they're almost like spiritual consequences that are also immediate. So I feel like it's really cool and by keeping it relatively contained um, you know, whether a one shot or like a few uh, sessions like everyone can remember those little tidbits so it really helps like you can plant those seeds and then like see them germinate really fast yeah I think I think it's one of those games that it tells a very and it does not hide this other games aren't either they're not aware of it or they're not upfront about it it tells a very specific kind of story and mm-hmm. it kind of just tells you flat out this is how this story is going to go so like the the quick decline of everybody makes sense. There's other games where you run into that kind of death spiral because of the mechanics of the game and it doesn't, but it's not intentional. Mm -hmm. Um, Like L5R is a game with with that, where if 
people start getting in fights very quickly, it turns into this like, oh, well, now I have these wounds that makes me worse at fighting. And then so I get more wounds and then it very much descends into like, all right, three people start a fight and two of them die minimum kind of a thing. <laughs> right. So but it, it has it has more of a, a direction with the mechanics that I can appreciate. Yeah, I didn't pick up on this until, you know, I actually ran it, but it was really interesting how the ruin stuff works. Because the higher you get, the harder it is to, you know, get to six. But also with the um, recovery roll, when you get to five, it's like, all right, this is probably near the end of the game. And it is encouraging you to sort of sabotage or turn against everybody to kind of help the end game along. I was like, oh, that is very brilliant. Like, what a brilliant uh, way to design that, I'm realizing now. Yeah, so kind of a uh, plays off the downward downward spiral kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, it's cool, and it's like if what you're signing up for is this story, and that's what you want to tell. I think it does an awesome job. Which I don't know that there's like better praise for a system than that. At least not for me. <laughs> yeah, that, there could be there could be situations where you have that kind of story, and if you're not ready for it, like we played that one game. Uh, that was a dungeon world game that had a similar concept um, and it didn't go well. I think if not, everybody's down with the, what the premise is. Yeah. After <laughs> playing that. And I mean, this, this game is really uh, explicit about, please tell your players this. So between the, the actual rules of this and based on that experience that I kind of failed at, I was like, by the way, everybody, this is, you're not going to make it out of here. Probably. Well, for, like, it may just be my own predilection, but I love stories where, like, my character can just have an end. Like, the end doesn't have to be they win, and or, or rather, the end doesn't have to be death. Like, it could be they win, and, like, but finality, like, that's what I want, uh, and I think this really delivers that really fast. Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, like I was saying, it, it did go quite longer than what they suggested to be. But I think part of that to give ourselves credit, we, this is the first time we've played it. I mean, I guess I played it once, but this is the first time running it for me at least. And I did that months ago. And also uh, there was several times where I'm like, Oh, this, this one, one of you three is describing something. It's going on kind of long, but I don't want to stop it. Cause it's very, it's like so interesting. I can't even imagine where you'd stop. I, want to keep hearing this description or something. So I think uh, if we play this a few times, I'm, I'm sure we could get to the, what they sort of suggest like one hour per player. So this theoretically should have been four hours, but whatever. Oh yeah. I'm sure it could have been faster. I know I went long on a couple of my descriptions just because I was like feeling the inspiration as it was happening. Oh, I think everybody was, did. The music was moving. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's in the rain. <laughs> yeah. yeah, with my eyes open, uh, I feel getting it getting rained on. Yeah, I think also being um, just an observation I have, which I love, is uh, everyone is very role play heavy, which I really, really like. Because you know, you could just be like, "Well, I do this," and then I hang out in the corner, and and you know, nothing necessarily wrong with that. But this kind of system seems predicated on it's story driven as opposed to obviously with other systems, combat driven or puzzle mm -hmm. driven. So I, I think that's also why it took a little bit longer than you anticipated. Cause 
you know, we were having interactions and we were doing this and it was fun. Oh, I also like regarding the game, like this doesn't have to be in the game, but like what we just played, like the story that we just told. Yeah. I'm curious with like the way this all happened, Rush and Nemo were interacting, but what would their perspective have been or were they way too self-absorbed at the moment? Like <laughs> when Orlin goes like crazy swimming bird man and just starts <laughs> killing like all this stuff. I'm just curious, like if you guys thought about their reactions at all. Yeah, I I thought I thought that her 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 opinion would be like, how can we get out of here? But I assumed, and maybe this was just me as a player, was I was like, okay, I know that's not going to work, so right, why bother bringing it up? And maybe I maybe I should have said like, oh, we Nima tries to struggle or tries to leave in some kind of way, and it doesn't it doesn't work. So, like using like Orland fighting them as like. An escape yeah, opportunity. Hey, here's maybe an, here's maybe a distraction, but then like, oh, there's there's literally nowhere to go. This place is like sealed up or something like that. Um, I was in a similar boat because the way I had Rush play with you was it was someone that he respected. You know, I manned the lands, and you are a man of the sea. Um, so you going in is either was in his head of, oh, he's doing a sacrifice and creating a distraction. Regardless, it was going to be a distraction to get his goal for Nima to to rip away. Because I'm sure you probably shared stories about, you know, your crew, and I probably shared stories about my kids and my wife. So there were connecting pieces there. Obviously, I didn't know, I didn't have the whole picture, but I could be like, he's going through some shit, and this is a perfect opportunity. You get yours, man. I'm gonna get mine. Nice. If that makes sense. Oh yeah. Yeah. What'd you guys think of the harpoon reveal? That's dope. That was cool. Like I was Aquaman. wondering. I was wondering what it was gonna be. And yeah, so I was kind of thinking sense. it was a. Yeah, I was kind of thinking a hook or something. I remember in the first session, I'm like, that'd be interesting. Yeah, but I, it's so much cooler. Yeah. I, well, I hadn't fully decided because like the hook is so quintessential slash cliched. Um, that I was really considering it. And then I even thought like going the complete other direction and it's like a tentacle, like some like creepy tentacle thing. But (laughs) I was like, ah, this doesn't fit like with what I'm trying to do. And then when you gave me the webbed like hands and feet, I was like, oh, this fits into my channel ritual, which like I wanted to go out with a bang using it. Um, And so I was like, oh, too perfect. I'll be a bird. So yeah, that was awesome. (laughs) I'm a bird. I'm a bird. I'm a birdman. <laughs> yeah, the rituals are really interesting because, um, like the all the whole kind of system is set to be like make make them keep going further, further in, further like deeper, further. You know, kind of rush them to the center of this, uh, you know, awful situation. But the rituals are always they seem like uh oh, let's take a minute and do a ritual. Let's see what happens. So it's almost like they're unnatural to begin with. And also they're kind of unnatural to the story, the way that it's set up. So I don't know if that's on purpose or what, but I'm like, Hmm. Yeah. This would be a hard time to do a ritual. I don't know. Based on the zombie behind you and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, sure. Go for it. Let's see. Yeah. It makes sense that like you were saying, having listened to like some games and stuff like that, that people just dispensed with like rituals take a while and just for like, whatever, just do rituals Mm -hmm. because otherwise, yeah. How are you going to do them? Yeah. 
Like, like give me three hours and some incense. Like I got gotcha. you. <laughs> yeah. Right. And even in that first session, um, when Austin, you, you had suggested, uh, when everyone goes out to sea to mm-hmm. get rid of the effigy, I'm going to do a ritual. And I'm like, that makes so much sense. This would be the perfect time for a ritual. But I'm like, but there's like, it says specifically like, keep moving them forward. If they don't want to go to this thing, the entire town gangs up on them and makes them go to it. Always push yeah. forward. I'm like, as I don't know how that would happen. <laughs> and again, I, like I said, I think, I think I'm finally learning to just say like, Hey, is this what we're doing? Because if that's what we're doing, then let's just move it in that direction. And I, oh yeah, yeah. I think in, in, in other times, if I were you running that, I'd be like, you don't have to. And then have some kind of way to push you like nonetheless. And so like, you no, you don't have to, of course you can blah, blah, blah. Well, that doesn't work. Well, that doesn't yeah. work. And so I think that that would have been frustrating rather than it just be like, Hey, you got to move like this. The game's going to be over here. This is just the preliminary. We're not, we're not rolling dice yet. Right. <laughs> Oh, I did really love Austin, your uh, turn with the mom going with like the other air and like that whole thing. Yeah, yeah. That was awesome. That was, that was really cool. Yeah, that was inspired. Yeah, I was I, yeah, I thought you, about you that. I, I came I came up with that backstory <clears throat> I think pretty quickly during the first game. Yeah, you did really well uh kind of factoring it into the uh the game here. That was good. And I and like as I love like stuff that we did explain, but I also love that a game like this inherently has stuff that doesn't get explained. Like, what did happen to Vero? Like, I don't want to know. I like I want it to be. We don't know. Uh, I like the like the ship that was following me, and then the coffins. It's like still not fully clear whether that was real or whether it had anything to do with his crew or like a different crew or like what was going on with Orlin. That was cool. I like that the family elements weren't super explained for Rush uh, either, where it's like they're important to him, but like the way this all went and how like tragic and crazed everything got, it's like, were they dead the whole time? Like they died, but Rush is out there being like, oh, I like, I need to provide for them. So, but he's yeah, in such was, a mania. Yeah. Well, I actually had it written down. I had, if, because um, of how everyone was waking up. Because everyone was like low, mid. I thought I was going to be above the water. And so what I was going to see was going to see a little kid face down in the water. And mm-hmm. you were going to find out the reason for the estrangement was um, like their youngest son or daughter was playing in a lake and Rush wasn't paying attention. And, you know, someone's getting blamed for it and it's him. So Ooh. it's him continuously trying to make up for that, something he can never remake up. Oh, wow. that's, awesome. that's dark. I love that. That was in, so that was in my head. And then that on top of the not understanding what Nima's deal was, which was when I was on our first break, I'm like, Rush would probably think like it would be like identity theft. Like, you know, not to the extent of like, are you trying to fuck my wife? But are you trying to, you know, take over? Are you trying to replace me? Because, mm. you know, the ring saying I don't deserve them and his oh, mania yeah, yeah. and his head would be like, well, she probably thinks she deserves them. She's wearing my ring now. So that was my, that was what I was going to yell at her. If I bound her. Yeah. The idea of, of like a drowning and stuff like fits with the theme so well too. Yeah. That's why he's afraid it's, of water. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's awesome. Wow. Really it's cool. all coming together. 
<laughs> it is, yeah. I, I'm afraid I don't have any more unexplored elements. I <laughs> gave it all uh, that I had. Yeah, nothing left. But that's awesome. I hate to yeah. be a party pooper, but it's getting pretty late, and I gotta, yeah, I gotta wrap yeah. things up. Yeah, let's end this thing. Thanks, thanks so much. That was really fun. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you guys. Yeah, thanks yeah, for awesome. having us. Bye. I'm gonna end the broadcast now.